there aren't enough gin sodas in the world to make me feel better today. There are enough to make me feel worse. (laughs) It's the old double or nothing. That's right. I don't think I'm getting picked up. You can just sit closer. This is a budget podcast. We have one microphone only. So that we get to be nice and close to each other. Yeah. That's right. Uh, The one issue with us both being on the same microphone, um, I have been listening to the podcast for the first time ever. Congratulations. You come in much louder than I do, which is true to life. Yes, but also I'm always saying, John, stop laying down on the couch. You need to speak into the microphone. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. (laughs) I need to speak into the microphone. See, now you understand. Do you also listen back and hear the like clink of a cup being put down and all this type of stuff? Mid-sentence? People like that, though. (laughs) It adds character. Do they? Do you like it, Mm. listener? Please write in. Yeah. Also, I'm handing out throat chops. So if you want to come at me and say that these restrictions are violating your basic human rights, just like come within three or four feet of me physically and say that and you can get one free throat chop. You're welcome. This term throat chop. Like karate chop to the Adam's apple. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I, okay. um, I understand the concept. I'm but... aiming for the apple or the general throat if you're a woman. Uh, this is this is something that you've recently example. started saying. Throat chop? Yeah. Um, I feel like I mentioned it earlier this evening. Yeah. No, is but like recently within the past couple of weeks. Oh, well. Are you aware of where you pick where you picked it up from? No. Do you have an idea? I know exactly where you what picked it up it? from. What is it? Maddie has started playing Pokemon recently. Throat chop is in Pokemon? Throat chop is a Pokemon move. I don't think any of my Pokemon know that move. No, but you saw a Pokemon do it and you commented on it like oh. while I was in the room. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, throat chop. And then just your mind was like, that's a thing. I want. <laughs> I will do to you as this Pokemon has done to me. Uh, it is a, a dark type maneuver. That sounds right. You, Yeah, you're a dark type. <laughs> that's what this is about. This episode. You're dark and psychic. I thought you were going to say psycho. <laughs> I was positive you were going to say psycho. <laughs> Maybe dark and fairy, but... Fairies are kind of psycho. <laughs> Sometimes. Psychic. I know. This. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what type are you, then? I don't know. What type am I? Uh, mm. Water. I was going to say air. Is there an air type? Airbender? Oh, flying. Right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess water. I feel like you might be that that really pretty, like, cute fish. Which one? The pretty one. It's like a pretty, like a koi. Pretty koi? Yeah. I just got her and I was like, oh, you're so pretty. I'm going to catch you. Goldine. Goldine, yeah. Yeah, it's a goldfish. Yeah. The, The horn. It has a horn? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's even better. The unicorn goldfish. Unicorn goldfish. That's you exactly. I love it. Hmm. What type is that? Fish? Or water, I mean. <laughs> it's a fish type. <laughs> a swimming type? Uh, 
it's weird because like there's not there isn't actually an air type but there is a flying type yeah so that would be the same as yeah like if the water types were called the swimming types that was the joke i was making oh okay (laughs) no jokes okay sorry i didn't Mm. know that wasn't allowed anymore on this comedy podcast Mm. comedy podcast Spirituality and comedy, those are our two things that I signed up for on the Yield Apple podcast. They were like, you can only have two things you must choose. And I was like, okay, I choose spirituality and religion and comedy slash improv. Yeah, I I recall that we're pretty high up on like spirituality because that's like a less Less popular niche. It's a less common type. Mmm, it's a more rare type. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the dragon type. Yes. You know, I don't know of any. There probably is because there's one million podcasts because it's easy to start a podcast. But I don't know of any other ones that are that combination, spirituality and comedy. Because um, usually people who are like, I am a spiritual leader are very not funny and they take themselves extremely seriously and they walk about the earth with a stick rammed up their ass so i would guess that there are other spirituality and comedy podcasts but i would guess that they're like babylon b what the fuck is that you don't know babylon b obviously not uh babylon b is a fake news website like like a a, sat, a satirical news website in the style of an un, of the, the onion. onion. Yeah, I got it. But written by fundamentalist born again Christians. Oh yeah 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 that's true and that's true yeah that makes sense. Hold on, we're we're gonna do some Babylon B comment. No content. Are we? Wow, new. Okay, this is a a Babylon B headline. Mm-hmm. New Greta Thunberg on the shelf doll will track your climate sins. Okay. <laughs> I wish that was real. <laughs> so that you could like feel bad about the bad climate change things that you do. You're you're unironically agreeing with the mm-hmm. the Babylon Bee headline. That's right. Um theologians confirm amount of treasure stored up in heaven directly proportional to your bible app daily streak wait what that doesn't make any sense yeah (laughs) pro-choice activists play music and shout louder in hopes ball will hear them ball ball like the the demon ball b-a-l oh oh shit is ball the one we need to like call on to get rid of these pro-birthers uh, according to the babylon b maybe we should try that you guys hit me up if you want to try and get together and summon ball to destroy all pro air quotation lifers okay okay i'm here i'm ready to do it that's the point that i'm at i'm at demon summoning point at this stage in my life what you said i was a dark type mm. so here i am doing dark type shit that's true i don't give a fuck anymore jesus as I recall, the... Some of these are, are literally, like, too racist for me to read. And that's saying Even a lot like for mod- you. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so let's move on. We Our podcast is better than that type of thing. It's, yeah. Okay, yes. I feel like th- I should have been more specific, maybe. Because there's probably, like, a Judaism one, too, I bet. 
like a funny Judaism podcast. There's a funny Judaism I think, I think most, TikToker I follow. She's funny. I, I think most comedy podcasts are... <laughs> yeah. That is not... No. <laughs> um, I don't think you get metaphysics type spirituality with comedy very often. Because a lot of people who sure. are like collecting 8 million crystals really... I have no sense of humor at all. It's kind of the theme of this episode is... Mm, yep, sort of. <laughs> I mean, not the humor exactly, but kind of. Unpleasantry. Yeah. Love and light. Is that the name of the episode? Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Do you want me to check my notes and kick it off, or do you want to start? Your note? I thought you didn't have notes. I have a... Vague rant. <laughs> okay. What you have like a, a written like rant prepared? Yeah, but I'm not actually gonna just. Re- I'm. It's. Oh, okay. I'm hoping that I can turn it into more of an article with a lot of work, and so right. this is almost like me working through the material. It's like I'm at the comedy store and I'm like, let's see if this is funny. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't your. Uh... Like you haven't gotten down to a tight five yet? Mm-mm. Gotcha. I do that in the editing. Mm-hmm. That's one of my many other jobs. Mm. Just kidding. It's a passion. Editing? No. <laughs> but the podcast is. I do love it. It's like my baby. Actually, speaking of babies, people have been talking a lot about having babies lately and like your sister's about to have a baby and da-da-da-da babies. And okay. I just like keep thinking about how much I super do not want a human baby at all. However, I do also get the impression that I'm I am like on the verge of and also in the process of like giving birth to a lot of things that aren't people or like technically alive. You know what I mean? Creative endeavors, projects, etc. Like if I ever finish this novel, then I'm going to take maternity photos of me with the printed out manuscript. <laughs> Not really, but do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so kind of in, in line with the uh, theme of t- like, or the, the topic of today's episode, I saw like a really terrible post by, it, it wasn't Elon Musk, but like an Elon Musk type of like. <laughs> Is that a Pokemon type too? Yeah. It was basically, instead of having baby showers, we should have showers for people that are starting their own small businesses. <laughs> I feel like you showed that to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate entrepreneurship for those that don't want to have kids. I mean, I feel like the term entrepreneur is really not the best. <laughs> it's no. kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It goes back to that thing of like how the right wing like political pundits of large major corporations are always going on tv and saying like we need to cut taxes because of the small business owners you're like well no it doesn't even really benefit them that much and also you don't give a shit about them you're just like repeating a phrase to so you like you say i can't remember if you said republicans or conservatives i said right right wingers yeah but that's it's literally every every politician within like a liberal democracy, like the fucking NDP, are always going on about like 
We're the ones that actually support the small business owners. Yeah, you're right. There are good. There was literally like a a thing the ONDP put out last week that was like we are here to support like small landlords. What? Um, yeah. No. Yes. No. No. 100%. No. 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 Cut to a picture of me like cosplaying Chairman Mao. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I'll dress up as him for Halloween next year. I don't know. <laughs> but as a cat. Aw, cute. Chairman Meow. Yeah, that's per Okay, well, now I'm doing it for <laughs> sure. It's a pun and it's communist. Sign me up. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay, so this is so long and we haven't said what this episode's about. This episode is about the love and light types and the... QAnon Karens with their shiny rock collections and how much I hate them. This podcast is a safe place for me to rage and express my true feelings that I'm never allowed to say out loud normally ever. So you listen or don't, I don't care. I'm doing it. I'm putting it into the internet. I'm going to assault all your ear holes with my rage. Hmm. So it's a very long, I don't know, title. Subject. It's not a title. It's a description. Okay. It's not that long. I'm at my wits end, John. Do not test me this episode. I swear to God. Didn't I just tell you that when you were late to pick me up from work, I was telling my manager, like, just leave. It's fine. I'll, I can handle it. And I said, I have enough latent rage inside of me to destroy anyone who would come and try to rob the store right now and or, and or hurt me. Mm-hmm. You did. Attempted robbery, bludgeoned to death with a Buddha statue this Wednesday evening. The number of strikes suggests severe overkill. I'm just saying that as a topic that was very long, it was not concise. Okay, fucking fix it then. New Age struggle session. New Age struggle session. Okay. Are you not... Familiar with a struggle session? Yeah, but I don't really like referring to myself as new age. Okay. Especially not well, anymore. Metaphysical struggle? Love and light struggle session. <gasps> Barf. That just, that just triggered my gag reflex. Sorry. Lucha stay love and light. Okay. <sighs> okay. So, I want to make one thing clear. There are individuals... People mm. who are not going up in front of the world and putting on their like little I'm the leader hat and like pontificating and da 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 doing shit. Like there's people who are just like minding their own business who are more afraid of a needle than they are of death for some reason and that's fine. That's their own business. I mean it's not fine. It's bad but that's not who I'm the most mad at. I'm less mad at you if you're that person. Okay. If you're just like no I don't want to get it. I'm scared. Or I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Fine. We're not talking about you right now. The people I am really mad at, like, so much that I'm pretty sure it's giving me heartburn, is that people who have the same job as me, so psychics, meditation, guided meditation leaders, energy healers, who are literally making lots of money off of holding essentially COVID spreader parties Mm. under the 
title of like quantum activation event or whatever fucking right. bullshit. There is literally no excuse for this behavior. It is fucking abhorrent. Mm-hmm. You're literally making money off of spreading a deadly virus and causing not only the deaths of the people who are getting the virus, but the deaths of other people who cannot receive medical treatment because fucking hospitals full of these idiots with COVID. Yeah. You did that. You got up there and you said, this is my idea. I stand by it. I am here for justice and freedom. I'm so fucking mad. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking mad. And not only does that piss me off because obviously we have the same job. And so I'm like, this is reflecting on me in the career that I worked really hard to be employed in. And yeah. you're ruining it. So fuck you. Also, even beyond that, it I'm because I believe that you should do the right thing thing for your community to like protect everyone and i understand what basic human rights actually are um and i understand what a consequence from a choice is Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of all these things i feel like i'm being i'm being pushed out of this community or i'm pushing myself out of it maybe but i certainly don't fit in with most of the people that are around me in this community, in the city where we live. I feel very alone. Right. Yeah. And would you say that, that the genesis of this was just, like, since COVID? Like, did you feel that you were part of the community before then? No. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. I don't know. There was definitely still already people who had this... It's, it's actually... These love and light people are very similar personality type, I feel, to, like, literally evangelical Christians. Yes. Of, like, I have the ultimate right answer, and Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to judge you for, like, not doing the same thing as me. But while I'm judging you, I'm also going to be actively avoiding the emotional and the soul work that I'm supposed to be doing that I need to do to actually evolve and become a better person, which is the whole point of spirituality. We're just going to ignore that. We're going to pretend this closet full of fucking skeletons doesn't exist. And we're just going to love and light. I have 85 bajillion crystals, so I must be spiritual. Right. It's like, bitch, open your fucking closet. Open it. Open it. And so, like, that that's kind of, as you were starting to work on this and look at it and develop both your article and the idea for the, this episode, I was thinking about it more, and I, I, to me, this, it seems like a very natural thing to have happened in response to the pandemic, is for these people to, like, yeah, be... double down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually interesting because there's a, you know, I work at a metaphysical store so it's overflowing with decks mm-hmm. and there's a particular oracle deck see i never liked oracle before because of this the situation that we're talking about tarot is balanced it has cards mm. that are gonna that have like a person stabbed with 10 swords they have cards of a fucking building burning down and they also have the sun and the lovers and you know it's got yeah. both sides which is what the universe is, both light and dark. Both, okay? 
Yeah. <laughs> Many cards that feature both. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So Chariot, uh, any card pieces. can be read True. straight yeah. or shadow side. Mm. Like you can do that with any card. Yeah. Anyways, and tarot is built not only on concrete things like elements, numbers, archetypes. It's It has this balance. Whereas Oracle, you create your own deck depending on whatever the fuck you want. You just choose. Mm-hmm. So I've found that at least when I was first exposed to Oracle, all the decks that existed that I ever saw and also all the people who I met who insisted that I read Oracle cards or I read angel cards only were this type of person who refuses to acknowledge anything dark, Mm. anything. They're like, no, I don't want, that's so negative. Yeah. And it goes also to this, the secret Nietzschean bullshit of like, if you think about it, you invite it into your life. Uh, so it was right around the time that the secret was really popular that i feel like i met a lot of these people yeah like when the movie came Mm -hmm. out you know yeah the secret was something i was going to touch on okay so yeah so these people all have an oracle deck with not a single negative card in it and they're like i love this deck it's so like positive and happy and it's like okay well what if you need to get slapped in the face. What if that's what you need is like a wake up call? Or what if your entire fucking life is about to collapse around you? Don't you want a warning? Hello? Like, (laughs) so I have historically both disliked and judged (laughs) Oracle decks and sometimes those who use them, to be honest. I've grown, but there was definitely a time when I was like, oh, you read Oracle cards? Okay, I guess you don't know how to read anything. Good for you. Like, (laughs) I was pretty judgy about it. Anyways, now I've been exposed to lots of different Oracle decks, and some of them are good. There you go. I'm coming out to say some Oracle decks are good. Yeah. I admit it. Some of them I even want to buy. Starseed Oracle, I want it. I special ordered it today. So if it ever comes in, I might buy it. Anyways. The oracle for the story that I'm telling is the Isis oracle, the goddess, not the organization. (laughs) The Isis oracle. And it's a good oracle deck. Every single time I've ever pulled a card from that deck, I've been like, holy fuck, this is really profound. Like, I need a minute to sit down and read this entire passage in the book and, like, process it and look at the card and, like, Mm -hmm. it's really good. And I'm not going to name any names. But someone I know who is doing the exact same thing that I just described of the like, let's have an event and also no one ever be vaccinated because I don't even understand because we just don't feel like it seems like the main reason. This person, as I'm reading the ISIS deck and I'm like pulling a card and she comes and she's like, whoa, which one are you using? And I was like, ISIS. And she's like, oh, that's. Like, that deck is so intense. Like, it's so negative. Oh my god, I can't believe you can use that deck. And I'm like, I don't find it negative at all. I think it's really good. Like, mm. I love it. I think it's great. And the card that I was looking at was very positive. The cards yeah. that I pull for myself from that deck are usually quite positive, I, at least to my perception. The second this other person touches it, they get the intense card. Like, basically Mm. the death card. The card that's like, hello, wake the fuck up. You have some work to do. Get your shit together. That's the card that they immediately pull every time they touch it because that's a fucking message that they need to hear. And Mm. it's the message that they keep shutting out and shutting out by 
using decks that don't include those types of cards or not looking at the book and just being like, I'm intuitively receiving positive messages from this card. <laughs> like just absolute refusal to admit what is actually there. If yeah. what is true is too difficult to process or it evokes like negative emotions, air quotations, negative emotions in you. Difficult emotions, we should say, maybe. Right. And I think that that... I've just been reflecting on this a lot. And I believe, because I have to understand why. Because otherwise I'm going to go insane. I just have, so I've been thinking about it a lot, trying to figure it out. And I think that this refusal to do this like shadow work and to like really honestly reflect and mm -hmm. like really actually genuinely integrate these difficult past experiences, difficult emotions, etc. That's just being extrapolated into this refusal to acknowledge that COVID exists, that people are dying, that their choices are contributing to that situation. Like, I think it's literally just expanding that same bubble of like, I refuse to look at anything dark or difficult. I surround myself with love and light. Right. So I feel like a throat chop is a good <laughs> way to just like snap you out of it. Chop mm. you out of it. Chop. <laughs> and just as you were talking, I, I was looking up where Oracle decks came from. And oh, and? Not a whole lot of information, <laughs> but they're recent um, and they're like... Yeah, I knew they were recent for sure in comparison to tarot. Basically been developed since the first one was, was painted in 1989. Which, Whoa. Yeah. That's younger than you. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. That's, uh, younger than the end of the Cold War. Oh, yeah. Which is, I think, notable. Oh, okay. Um, just in the idea that, like, it is very much an, an end of history thing where... Hat can only have been created as like I don't know a response to a belief that like the great struggles are over like the mm. that they're you know literally the the Fukuyama thesis that we're just we figured it out and history is gonna progress in this like linear fashion where it's like ironing out the details and everyone's on this march to like liberal democracy mm -hmm. which is bullshit like clearly yeah very clearly <laughs> it's very um, evident but it is it is such like a u.s american mindset of mm -hmm. like light objectivism mm -hmm. or like youngianism sure. to the point of like a limited Jungian perspective where you don't actually acknowledge your interaction with the world and it is like a hyper focus on the individual. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. And that I like, I was thinking about your, your response to. Cause you were talking me. shit on archetypes one day when we were driving and I was like, how dare you? Yeah. That's no, what like I, <laughs> I couldn't remember if that was a conversation that we had on podcast or not. No, we had it in the car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not, like, totally anti-Jungian. I think it's that there are these, like, objectivist grifters that mm. take Jungian philosophy and ignore the world to focus on the individual. Right. 
Which is wrong. It is wrong. And also, what's the point? There's no hero's journey if you're not having an effect on the world. Like, if you have yeah. no goals that are, like, benefiting anyone else, then you're not a fucking hero. Mm. You're not on a journey. You're just an asshole. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is... That's what the Oracle cards are. Mm. They're the... It's, it's the individual. It's, there's no interaction. There's no, like... Not even really a cycle. No. It's, it's just... It's constant progression. Yeah. I mean, again, it depends on the deck now at yeah, this point. Sure. But I totally think that the historical context is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tarot was invented at, like, the turn of the century when people were still carrying around little bits of their dead loved one's teeth. So <laughs> it's a little bit Fine. more dark. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I want to point out something else. Because there's always an exception to the rule. However, the very, very vast majority of the people who are refusing to get vaccinated, who are taking to the fucking streets to be like, hi everybody, look at what a fucking asshole I am, are white as the driven snow. And I, uh... I think that that might have something to do with why they feel that being asked to wear a mask if they're going to go into a supermarket to be an infringement on their basic human rights. Mm. Hi, you've never experienced an infringement on your basic human rights before. And so you're therefore like, I can't do whatever I want. It's my rights. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I want to mention, because I feel like when you, when, if you're going to present an argument, you should acknowledge the argument that the other side will have against the statement that you're making, right? There's probably a university word for that. The counterfactuals. Okay, sure. I don't know if that's right because I don't know what that means, but we'll just go with it. The counterfactuals will say, you're looking at things from a binary perspective because you have a limited viewpoint on the world. I... And bringing channeled information from the angels or whatever. And so therefore, my opinion is right. Because it's a channeled message. And light beings are perfect. And they would never give a wrong message. Is this... Are you quoting someone? Or is this... No. <laughs> a, a perception that you have of those people? Oh, no. It's not a direct quote, but it's definitely but close. But it's... Yeah. yeah in the spirit yeah, yeah. of... For sure. So here's, I want to point out one thing first. You're a person. Mm -hmm. Even if light beings are perfect, which I don't think that any being is perfect, you are definitely not perfect because you're a human person. And if you're channeling this message, there's a possibility that you made a mistake. Mm -hmm. And if you're unwilling to acknowledge that, you're no better than the fucking preacher on TV. Yeah. And... On another note, here's a channeled message for you. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Okay? Goodbye. Like soon? Well, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe not. You might get sick and then recover, but mm-hmm. the variants just keep getting more and more vicious the longer we go letting the virus fucking evolve and not getting rid of it by vaccinating everyone so you get to i mean probably die sooner than you otherwise would have done 
Some, I've actually, this is super dark, but I have been seriously considering the possibility that if there is any type of like divine order to the universe, that it's like, okay, well, we'll just kill off all the people who don't care about anyone else except for themselves. So they'll just all die. And then we'll, we'll be like, oh, well, the rest of us are left. Let's have a community. <laughs> now, I haven't spoken to someone who has this exact mindset, or like if I have, I haven't spoken to him about it. However, I feel that, like, one, I, I don't believe. I don't believe that their knowledge is unique unto themselves. Like if I like if I'm presented with the premise that I am choosing this because I have divinely inspired like knowledge, mm. I don't accept that because it doesn't line up. With what do you mean? It doesn't have to line up. It's a fucking fairy tale. Yeah, but I think the the idea that like I don't know, like body purity or, or the idea that you don't need to be vaccinated is very much a cultural message and there are like there's a subset of people that is receiving that cultural message. But I also think that it is a an institutional and a system like a systemic failure in messaging. I think the idea that you should get vaccinated so as to protect your fellow person was the wrong way to go about it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Obviously. And I think for a frighteningly large subset of like the spiritual community, like whether it's like new age or metaphysical or um, yogic, however like you want to define these communities the there is so much like entrenched calvinist or like objectivist thought that the idea of doing something to help your fellow man is so counter to their beliefs that putting it that way was like is a direct like challenge to them and i guess i i don't fully understand that how it got there like how i don't know neo-paganism got this way um i can you can mark it in a lot of ways like certainly like anton lavey church of satan and like new atheism there's like a large crowley yeah prior to that yeah exactly like that that is all like hyper libertarian mm-hmm. within like a society that is already like itself very individualistic mm-hmm. yeah even like even beyond just the the messaging of like to protect your fellow man there was so much in like institutional failure throughout pandemic that i don't know i guess i'm surprised to the level that people are rejecting vaccines and like medic actual like medical science mm-hmm. but the fact that it's there is is unsurprising to me i'd be remiss if i didn't also point out the new well not that new but newly reinvigorated pipeline between metaphysics and nazism mm-hmm I think that that needs to be stated. And also the through line of anti-vaccines with Nazism. Um, 
Yeah. There's people on the internet who are literally Nazis and who are more tech savvy than you. Not you, the listener, but you, the person who's eating up this shit. Mm. You know, the person we're, the light, love and light person we're talking about. Yeah. They're smarter than you. They're more tech savvy than you. And they're going to fucking manipulate you into becoming an even shittier person than you already are. It's funny because these were all individual themes that we talked about within our first like few episodes that's true yeah and then yeah yeah (laughs) now it's just kind of like a confluence of them it's all coming together yeah (laughs) like Um, the adventures yeah you're what i'm so fucking pissed Mm -hmm. i think i'm getting an ulcer like i don't (laughs) think i've ever been more angry (laughs) I'm so mad. It's this, I, I really think, as much as there may be cultural or historical explanations for and errors in messaging, etc., as to how we got here mm-hmm. on paper. I'm the witch on this podcast, and I'm here to talk about the spiritual, emotional reasons why this is happening, in my opinion. Obviously, bear in mind, in case you didn't know this, I'm a human person, so it's possible that I'm wrong. Use your fucking discernment to decide. Okay, now, these people, the leaders especially, air quotes, leaders, Mm -hmm. are so deeply, primordially fucking terrified of this situation because, not just because it means that death is on the fucking doorstep, because obviously they're not that scared of that, not really, not in a way that's... Hmm. means anything because it's darkness because it is this shadow that's never gonna go away you've seen peter pan you can't get away from your shadow Mm -hmm. you can't get away from it it's always there it's always gonna be there and if you've spent your entire life vehemently avoiding looking at your shadow And then the entire fucking world explodes and everything around you is on fire, literally. You're going to, if you're a coward, sorry, not sorry, dig your heels in and continue to focus even more vehemently to the point where it morphs and becomes malignant and insane on this positivity-only love and light mindset. Mm -hmm. This is how people literally become zealots. Like, that's... what's happening that's what's happening these people are so fucking terrified that they're just losing their goddamn minds they're losing their shit because they're so scared Mm -hmm. and i don't know how to i don't know what type of branch to extend olive rowan hawthorne what type of branch do i need to extend to you to like pull you in from this sea of insanity to like give you one little crumb of shadow at a time here you go look at this one bad thing that happened to you once remember that remember how that made you feel hey now it's over it's okay you integrated it Mm -hmm. you acknowledge that that happened you finally allowed yourself to feel the feelings that surrounded that experience that you shut out at the time because you weren't ready to process them Okay, do one at a time. It's okay. You can do it. It's not that hard. We can do it together. That's why the main thing that I'm offering as practitioner is Reiki assisted shadow work. Because mm-hmm. I want 
as pissed off as I am, I still want to be able to be like, anybody who's gonna willing to turn around for one second and dip their toe in something other than this madness, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll bend over backwards to help you. Do anything that I can. Yeah. But, yeah. So I think when you started talking there, you were addressing like leader types. Uh, anyone. But yeah, no. Like, I said them especially because the fact that they're being so loud about it only speaks further to their fervent avoidance of the issue. Are you familiar with the book called When Prophecy Fails? Um, you've mentioned it to me before, actually. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But for the listener, <laughs> it was basically this book, book that looked at this cult that had, you know, this major, like, end-of-the-world philosophy... And when the date of the end of the world came and the world kept on ticking, most of the followers became more indoctrinated and more, you know, into the cult, committed more themselves. More convinced of yeah. the truth of it. Exactly, yeah. Um, and we're, we're seeing this again right now. Like, there's still people in, like, Dallas, Texas that are oh, awaiting yeah. JFK Jr., but I think, like, more broadly, there's... I, again, I, I think that the messaging of, like, vaccine and of COVID in general was wrong. I think to, like... I think people correctly view cultural and, um, I don't know, institutional messages that say, like, hey, you have to do this for your fellow person. I think that it... In most cases, that is employed very cynically. I, I find it, like, really fucking hideous when, you know, like, BP oil is saying, like, mm. oh, you need to recycle more. Mm. Or, right. Yeah. Okay, sure. And so I think when people are told, like, yeah, you need to get the vaccination or you need to wear a mask mm. to protect other people, they're, they feel like they're being played because it's yeah. a... It's a society that's built on grifting. Like, it's but it's the entire... Can I suggest that critical thinking would solve this problem, though? Because you and I obviously both agree that we think it's bullshit for BP oil to tell us to recycle. Sure, yeah. Go fuck yourself, BP oil. Yeah. Try not to get oil on anything while you're at it. Mm-hmm. Because we can look at the history of the practices of that company in particular, of that industry overall, and the numbers, the science that show that their carbon footprint compared to yours or mine, whether sure. we recycle or not, is it doesn't add up, you yeah. know? And the same goes for the situation with masks, vaccines. Like, if someone really wanted to think about it, they could look at the numbers of how many people in ICU are unvaccinated and positive for COVID right now and, like, understand that that's what's happening. Like, yeah. you can actually look at it and discern (laughs) whether it's bullshit or not or you can't i guess or you don't want to i don't know probably some of both see but like you can you can prescribe critical thinking but i think like in many cases like your critical thinking is not going to be the same as anyone else's like to me i don't think that you know we should accept like uh, the government establishing a reconciliation day when they're not willing Mm. to 
implement and drip when they're not willing to like fully like take the recommendations of the TRC. Mm-hmm. Um, but for like liberal mindset people, by like resisting that, you're standing in the way of progress. No, it's, I'm yeah. always the person on the on the post of like isn't it great we're doing this i'm like no this isn't enough (laughs) do the actual work fuck you people will honestly totally innocently share it and just be like look at isn't this great like when they painted black lives matter across the road in washington dc and i Mm. was like none of the demands of the actual black lives matter chapter of dc have been met like this is a fucking sham and i was just commenting (laughs) on it being like no fuck you like um, (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely me. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the party pooper. That's me over here. Oh yeah, Always no, but I mean like, it, it's like society is just like the the park bench painted in pride flags mm-hmm. colors, but it's got anti-homeless bars on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, didn't oh fuck, I feel bad because I always see tweets and I'm like, that's so funny, and then I can't remember who tweeted it. I'm sure you've seen it though. This one's like viral. Someone, mm-hmm. some genius, posted, poor people, uh, colon, help us, Republicans, no, Democrats, no, rainbow flag, BLM, yeah. <laughs> hashtag, whatever, <laughs> and you're like, yes, it's yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so it's, I don't know, I, I find, I find it difficult to fault people who come to the conclusion that the message that they're getting is no fuck what i'm being told like i don't need to i don't need to get vaccinated or i don't need to wear a mask or whatever it is Um, you really you find it difficult to fault them i don't i find it very almost too easy to fault them i guess it like it's i mean yes they are wrong but that doesn't that doesn't help it doesn't help to look at them and to say like you're wrong you're right. And it's, that's what I'm trying to figure out. And I just cannot figure out how I could ever possibly reach these people who are already on the other side of this thing from me. And I'm trying to. And I've even gotten a reading from Carmina, who's an angel. And mm-hmm. she's amazing. And she's a great reader. Hi, Carmina. You're probably not listening, but I love you. <laughs> she's also vaccinated. Just throwing that out there. Just a fun fact about her. Anyways, um, she <laughs> she told me that my purpose like my purpose right now and also part of my calling overall and I believe her because like I said she's a great reader is to figure out how to write something or probably many things that bridge this Mm -hmm. gap that somehow fucking yeah I don't know I just did a weird motion with my arm to try and represent like a, a a molding or a stitching together some kind of a I don't know, to reach people who are in this place. Because they're not, like, doing great. They're doing horrible. They're suffering. Yeah. And I don't want them to suffer. I want them to, uh, I don't know, suffer a little bit intentionally in the right way so that they can then, like, feel better. (laughs) I mean, I think the goal should be to alleviate suffering. (laughs) Well, but what I mean is that, like, when... The reason why people are so afraid of doing shadow work is because it involves feeling difficult emotions. They don't right. want to do that. But even if you avoid doing it, you still feel them. You don't, You can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. So that's what I meant. Is like, you know, turn around, look at the thing you don't want to look at, 
maybe you don't have to look at it all at once. You know, chip off a little chunk, take that with you, come back over to this like safe area, absorb that one piece, and then like take a month to nap and like feel better and then go and get another piece. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yeah, I don't know. It, it's it, like, it's a difficult thing to struggle with because what is to be done? Like what? Because, I don't know, you, you kind of have to delineate different people because I think for a lot of them, it's their belief system is wrong. For some of them, their belief system is completely right, but it led them to the wrong conclusions. And then for other people, they're just, I don't know, sheeple. Yeah. I took that away from you because you were fiddling with it and making noise. I wasn't yeah. trying to stop you from drinking it. I was just trying to fit, stop you from fiddling with it. Oh. Find something quieter to fiddle with. <laughs> There's a fidget spinner on this desk somewhere. Do that with some of my kids. You get punched. What? Take their fidget away. Are you going to punch me? Nope. Okay, then. Been punched for that. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other day, remember when I like went and meditated before I went to work and then I... Well, you don't know this part, but I was like, oh, I'm going to do yoga and then I'm going to like do card reading for myself. But instead I started doing yoga, did like a few poses, but I got into like a meditative state and then I was in the like intuitive flow where your intuition is telling you to do things and you're just like automatically doing them kind of. Okay. Like I could still re-engage my thinking mind and like intercept if I wanted to, but instead I allow my thinking mind to fall not like to the background and the intuitive mind to come to the foreground okay. and I'm doing everything that the intuition is suggesting that I do. Yeah. It's really great when it happens. Anyways, so I was doing that, basically quit yoga. I did a few, but it was weird. Usually when I am in those states, I don't follow any like set rules of how things are supposed to go. Right. You just do what your yeah. body and mind are leading you to next. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing what my intuition is leading me to next, not my body or my mind. What is your intuition if not your body or your mind? That's a question for the fucking ages, babe. A lot of um, new age people from this era would probably be like, you are channeling hmm. a light being. Perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I... I didn't even pull any cards. I didn't even need to go anywhere near the fucking cards. I sat there, meditated with crystals for like a few minutes and then just got an insane download. And I was like, oh, I need a pen. Mm. (laughs) So, and then afterwards I was still like really in it and went upstairs to you. And I was like, I hope you don't mind being married to the fucking Oracle of Delphi. And you're like asleep and you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, ah. And then um, I can't even remember what I said, but... I, I don't know. I think I touched it. The thing I need to figure out how to say in a bigger way. Hmm. Put a toe in. I think I said that like the binary is like, if you think of it instead of as light and dark, if you think about it as like body and spirit. Some people believe that only spirit matters. Like that spirit's the better, the higher, the ultimate, mm-hmm. the light. 
And like, so they put all their focus on that and they're like, as long as I just keep doing light read like readings and light healing some people and just like elevating consciousness, everything is going to fix itself. I'm like, that's all I need to focus on. That's the only thing that matters. And then the other side of people are like, nothing exists if I can't measure it with a ruler. If I don't, if I can't use some type of measuring tool that I have like a physical copy of to measure it, it's not, it doesn't exist. It's not real. Mm -hmm. And that's not true either. You can't measure love with ruler. It doesn't mm. work that way. So neither of them are right. And yet, in some ways, both of them are right. Right. And it's finding out a way to parse that, those two binary facts and two binary perspectives and realities into one integrated whole. That's what I need to figure out how to do. Because people keep saying... People keep accusing me of when I say, like, you need to acknowledge your darkness as focusing on binary thinking. But I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm focusing on both dark and light. Yeah. And they're only focusing on the light. Right. And accusing me of being binary. And I'm like, well, <laughs> they both exist. Yeah. <laughs> Full spectrum. Fuck. Yeah. I had a lady come into the store the other day and she's like, I don't know, some of the stuff you have in here is kind of dark. And I was like, that's interesting that you choose the word dark. And she's like, why? Because she was expecting me to like be offended. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. think she was kind of trying to like, you know, whatever. Either she was looking for me to be like, oh, it's, it's, don't worry about that. Look at the angels. Or she was waiting for me to be like, I don't know. Yeah. Mad. Like have a fight with her about it. <laughs> But I said, interesting that you choose the word dark. And she's like, looked super caught off guard. And she's like, what? What do you mean? And I was like, well, dark. Like when you plant a seed, you put it into the darkness. That's where it sprouts before it can grow. And if you get pregnant, your baby grows in darkness for the first nine months of its life before it's born into the world. Darkness is where growth occurs. And it's also where decay is turned into new life. Darkness is sacred. Mm. all saying all of this to like a random stranger and she's just like oh <laughs> like looking at me like holy shit what the fuck is happening yeah and i was just like anyways can i help you find anything <laughs> so yeah shouldn't get it on into it on mic but you would do well at my job <laughs> thanks sometimes i wonder if the fucking crystal wielding Karens I deal with are any less terrible than the deeply troubled children that you work with. I'm sure they have the same level of maturity. Mm. Same uh, distress tolerance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, this is an unsatisfying ending, and I'm sorry because I don't really have any answers for you. But if you listen to this to the end, please literally i'm not doing a podcast thing like please literally just dm me and be like can we be friends because i feel so yeah. alienated in this community i might cry what is to be done yeah if you have an idea on what is to be done comment on this wherever it's posted or send us an email and we if yeah. or do it or do it or, you, yeah you both. can probably do things I mean, I felt like do it is a given, but yeah, do it. Yeah. Let us know. We might do it too. And you do it. and <laughs> You can listen to the podcast, obviously, on whatever app you're already listening to it on. If you are, it would be helpful for us if you subscribe or 
you're on Apple, if you give us a good rating or in like or a review, that'd be good. Thanks. You're doing an an embedded ad for the podcast that they're listening to. Yeah, that's nice. everyone does that. Do they ever listen to a podcast before? Yeah. Follow us on social media, Sister Luna Podcast at gmail.com and at Sister Luna Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow me on TikTok. It's rose.witchcraft at TikTok. And for some reason, the TikTok is like blowing up you've more got, than anything You've got else. A, a semi-viral TikTok. It's right not now. viral. It only has 3,500 views. I don't think that qualifies as viral these days. What? I, I, I got scared when I first posted it because every time I looked at it, it had like 1,000 more views and I was like afraid, but then it plateaued out, so it's okay. Okay. <laughs> also, watch Dune. Holy shit, Dune good. is so good. Yeah. It was so good. I immediately went out and bought the book and I'm already like a fifth of the way through it and it's fucking massive. It's like a Bible. I don't care. I can't read it at night because I literally won't sleep. I'll just like stay up and read all night. <laughs> Nerd alert. Shut up. Okay. Shut up or I'll throat chop you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never. This has been the <laughs> Sister Luna podcast. Sister Luna says... Step into your darkness. And also get a fucking vaccine. Fear is the mind killer. Oh, yeah, good one. <laughs>